Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to today's episode, or should I even say welcome back? You know what? Here's the truth behind right in this moment. I'm, I'm pissed off, okay? I'm, I'm pissed off. I ordered this Tarte Cosmetics product a few weeks ago, okay? It was right after I got my first shipment. I was like, oh my God, I love this shit. I love my fake away eyeliner, which I'm wearing right now. And so I bought the brand new one in white. Okay. This is a $22 product and I went and bought it. Lo and behold, I received it the other day and I did it once I came home from Texas. And you know what? I can't find it. I can't find it. So I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty fucking pissed off right now. And it's just like, I'm recording late. Archie was still crying. His birthday's tomorrow. I'm emotional. Wyatt's upstairs fucking yelling his dick off with his gamer buddies. And it's just one of those nights where it pisses me off. And I absolutely have no problem with his play- with him playing games. But for some reason tonight, I'm just like, put that. You know what I'm telling? You know what I'm telling our gamer boyfriends and husbands? Put that same fucking energy into cleaning my goddamn house. You know what I'm saying? And I, I say that as a joke. I say that as comedy. But it's like, how can you have that much energy to play fucking games and get that into it? I'm just, I'm pissed off. Okay? So let me be toxic for the first minute of this episode. All right? But we have a packed episode today. There's a, there's a lot going on. There's a lot I have to say. There's a lot that needs to be heard. All right. So the first thing is first, I want to make sure that you guys are buckled the hell in because if you're planning on skipping on any part of this episode, you're going to want to just come back, take a little lap and come back when you're ready to fully listen and immerse yourself. Because if you go ahead and dip early, you're going to miss out on some nuggets. You're going to miss out on some fun and you're going to miss out on some, some vibes. Okay. So first and foremost, if you are not watching on YouTube, fuck off. I'm just kidding. It's totally different to actually watch YouTube videos because YouTube, if you can't watch for a minute, you got to like close the app and then like, then it goes off. So I understand if you're a listener through and through, like I totally get it, but I like the option and you know, I'm going to keep coming at you with the option. So, um, if you're watching on YouTube, first off, I love you more, but second off, this is my last week with this backdrop pretty excited. We're leveling up bitches. All right. We're getting a mural put in. You guys are going to see it next week. So be excited and be ready. I'm going to post pictures no matter what. So if you're not a listener, you're still going to see it, but I'm very excited for that. So we have good news and bad news to start. And I think I just want to give you guys the bad news first, because I would rather end on a positive note and like lead into next conversation with like a smile versus like a very like perplexed look on our face. So the bad news is that I don't know who needs to know this because I didn't. Starbucks employees can see you at any given moment of the fucking day. So if you didn't know this, there is a camera at the drive-thru. I do. Is this the same for every establishment? Do not know. 
but I'm fucking terrified. Okay. I was at Starbucks the other day, you know, my bright ass 8:30 AM in the fucking line, just charging ahead, leading the pack. Okay. All of a sudden it's like, I'm FaceTiming, you know, the big, the big screen they have. Yeah. My barista's in the right hand corner. I'm like, the fuck is she doing there? I've gone to the same Starbucks for almost two years, guys. I've never seen this happen. I've never seen this at a Starbucks period. I've been going to Starbucks since I came out of the womb, 1995. Okay. So all of a sudden she's in the corner. I'm like, um, so I'm assuming she can see me. So immediately I sent out a PSA on my brunch with Desby Instagram. I'm like, I don't know if you guys know this, but like barista engaged. Okay. We'll come to find out people start replying to me. And they're like, yeah, like I've worked at Starbucks. We can always see you. For some reason, that is just feeling like a lawsuit because, you know, what if someone is fixing a front wedgie? Okay, I've done that before. You know, your your thong goes up the wrong way. You know, you're kind of digging your hands down there. I'm sorry. I had zero clue that Rusty, my favorite male Starbucks barista, could be looking at me fix my freaking front wedgie. Okay, what about when I'm vlogging? How embarrassing, how cringe. I have my camera and I'm like, I'm like making faces. No way. No way. Okay. I know Starbucks sets a lot of standards and let me just tell you that is, that's one standard we don't need to set. Okay. So let me ruin your day there while you're going through the Starbucks line right now. And you're currently like fingering yourself accidentally, but it like looks like it. Just know that. Yeah, they're totally seeing that you should be completely embarrassed. Okay. Just so you know, I feel like that, that was bad news for me this week. That was, I was down bad after learning that it was embarrassing. Okay. But, but the good, but the good news of this week is that you can still come to Costa Rica with me. Okay. We still have our Costa Rica brunch with Desby trip live. We're planning on going November. Okay. So make sure you check out all the details. I'll make sure to link it so that you guys can get your spot for that. We only have two more spots in order to make the trip official. Um, and if for some reason it doesn't, you don't get like you get all your money back, you get completely refunded, whatever. But in order to make such a big trip happen, you have to have X amount of commitments. And I want to make sure that we have enough people to have a banging, hollering, boot scooting, rooting, toting, yeehawing time in Costa Rica, which that does not coincide at all with the type of vibe that we would be getting in Costa Rica. But we're in our yeehaw era still. Okay. So this past week, first off, I am just still so fucking pissed about this Tarte Cosmetics fake awake. Like, you don't understand. Like, I am I ran through the same steps I took to get in the house, like where I took my new makeup. Can't find it. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just not, I can't stop thinking about it. Okay. Oh, I just, I have a feeling one of the kids took it. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Kids. Damn it. Okay. So first let's start with a little trip recap. So you guys know, um, well, I'm an asshole. First things first, happy boot scootin' rootin' tootin' Mother's Day to all of you yeehawin' bootstrapped killer cowgirl honey bunny mothers out there. I love you. You guys are boss babes minus the MLM. You are crushing it. So proud of you. Mothers, unite. However you had your child, however your child was put into your life, slay, mother slay. Love you, bitches. XOXO. Okay, first first and foremost, we'll talk more about parenting here in a, a minuto, but I wanted to recap my trip. So you guys know I went to Austin 
which would have been like last weekend, literally so fun. Michaela and I have not had a trip like that since 2018. Like it was actually nuts to have like free, free will to just do whatever. It was amazing. Like I literally looked at her at one point. And I said, you know what? We, it goes to show that we are mothers because give us 24 hours. You are stunned at the amount of lives we can live in one day. Like we were at one point, we looked at each other like, are we still in the same day? We have done so fucking much. But as a mom, you learn to put all this energy into your days, right? To get the most out of them to where all of a sudden you look around, you don't have kids. You're like, I can do 900 times more. So we went to like museums, this like museum of the weird. We went to this place called the Domain. We went to Barton Springs. Like we went for a walk. We had the craziest Uber drivers. I've almost, I almost lost all my shit. Like we did, we literally did everything, anything and everything. And it was amazing. So number one, we start off strong. We're heading to Chicago, right? We're heading to catch our, catch our flight. Buddy catch another flight. I'm about to make him want to bite. I don't even know if that's the lyrics, but that's what came to my mind. All of a sudden, the exit comes up. I'm not ready. I had to literally fling across the berm. The poor Tesla, girl, we were going up and we were going down. We were bouncing. I thought I was going to lose a fucking wheel. Okay, so that started off just like strong, right? I'm like already missing exits and shit. Okay, well, no. Then all of a sudden we get on the plane excited, right? We both bought books, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. Like we're, we're like ready to just be in our own way, right? I went into the weekend knowing that if there was anyone ever I could come across to network with, like, that's what I was there to do. You know, whether it's someone in an elevator, someone in a bar, like whatever that happened to be, right? Well, we met a bitch on the plane. All right. And she was the sweetest. She was so nice thing. She was like, ended up sharing that she was 30. It was either 38 or 36. So she, she had a lot to say. And we literally talked for the two and a half hour flight whole time. I'm in the aisle way. She's on the window. My poor sister's in the center. She don't give a fuck with all due respect. Like Michaela, she's like, I'm going to read my book. I don't care. We talked about artificial intelligence the whole time. Like literally AI this AI that. And at one point I did want to kind of like bypass the situation a little bit. Cause I was like, I kind of want to like read my book. But then all of a sudden she hooks me with this idea. She's like, yeah, like I have a boyfriend where we're talking about these long-term relationships. And then she's like, but I think I'm gay. And I was like, let's explore that. So then we start talking. She's like hooked up with some girls, kind of like a late life bisexual. She thinks that maybe she needs to like dump her boyfriend. So if you're her boyfriend, you're happen to listen to this, just know like she's coming back to Boston and she's going to dump you. And if, if your name is Greg, you're going to get dumped. Sorry. So anyways, all of a sudden we're talking about being gay and I'm like, yeah, like if you're in Texas, like yeehaw like just like break up with him via text then like does it really matter like at this point like I understand the maturity level but like I don't know what do you guys think is it respect is breaking up over text when you're like later in life is that disrespectful because to me I think the older you get the more it's just like listen fuck off you know what I mean you guys I'll leave that up to you to debate that might be a hot take for me but I'm like yeah just fucking dump him dump him right now and go like yee-hawing in Texas. So anyways, she wrapped me back in and we talked for another like 30 minutes and she's going to like lose their dogs. Like they bought a dog together and he's like the best dog ever. And I even told her, I said, girl, go find another dog. Like you can find a dupe. And she was like, literally no. And I was like, yeah, okay. That's kind of fucking tough then. Like, I'm sorry. You're going to have to just, a good dog will come around. That's all I can say. So anyways, it was like a really interesting talk. And I'm like, why? 
why me? You know? So anyways, did a lot of networking come out of that? Not really. Um, but it's okay. Cause it was like good conversation, good flow. Got my, got my brain moving for the weekend, you know, whatever. So anyways, we get there, we go to like the museum of the weird, which was exactly what it was fucking weird, like fucking weird. And then we ended up, um, going shopping. Cause I was trying to find an outfit, but here's the thing that night it was Thursday night and we're like, Oh, let's go out to a bar tonight. All of a sudden it gets about 9 PM. We're like, yeah, let's just like go watch some Netflix. All right. Which also pet motherfucking peeve. If you're going to offer Netflix at a goddamn hotel, don't ask me to fucking sign in the, the literal audacity for you guys as hotels to pull up like here, here's your options like HBO max, Netflix, Hulu. And then when I go click on it, I have to fucking log in. Are you fucking kidding me? I feel like that is the most disrespectful shit ever. So get your life together, Hilton. Okay. But regardless, I logged into my freaking Netflix. Cause listen, I'm not going to be chilling with the peasants watching NBC news. Okay. So all of a sudden we're watching Netflix. We start watching Firefly Lane together, which I've mentioned and it was fun. So then the next day comes and all of a sudden we meet Lana who her first introduction to us was, yeah, my name's Lana, but it, it's anal backwards. That was the first words out of her mouth. I, I immediately was like, I fucking like you. What are we going to do today? So she took us on like this two and a half hour walk. It was, it was actually fucking nuts. Cause I told her, I'm just got, I just got done working out. We want some brunch. And so I told her, Hey, I'm, I'm basically told her, yo, I'm hungry. And then she was like, Hey, I'm a tour guide. Let's go. So I thought we we're going to do this like 20 minute little, you know, round about the city. No, 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 no. She took us around the whole fucking city of Austin, like no shit. So I'm starving and I ended up having to make up like, listen, love her to death. She was so sweet, kind human, but she got to talking about some weird shit. Okay. Started talking about like some psychic stuff and how she like sees things. And like her parents were, you know, trying to get her medicated for like potential schizophrenia. She's like, but I swear I'm not. And mind you, she's a van life girl. So what she does, which was amazing. She house sits on this like app. And so whenever you're out of town, she'll watch your house. But like, that's how she lives. She like lives in other people's homes because she house sits through like this app and she barely makes enough money. But the point is like, that's how she's, how she takes care of herself. She showers, you know, whatever it might be. So it was nuts. It was a nuts story. But regardless, I was like, I kind of got a little freaked for a second. So I faked this whole thing that we had like a friend we need to get back to. And anyway, we ended up departing a little bit earlier. So I felt bad, but it was only out of like, this just took in, took way too much out of me mentally. I got to go like decompress. So that was nuts. And then all of a sudden we get into the Uber driver or we get into the Uber and then the Uber driver's fucking weird. I swear we could not catch a break. So last thing we did, we ended up going to get tattoos. We found some outfits. And then the last part of the trip was like the fact that when we were at the airport, Mikhail, I was announcing my rebrand of the brunch with Desby podcast. And so I posted the post and Mikhail's like, come on, we got to go. Like we got to, we're boarding. So I just, I just leave. I sit down on the plane and I'm like, holy fuck. I don't have my iPad. I freak out because you know how there's also like rules that you're not allowed to like get on or off the plane after like X amount of time. So I was freaking the fuck out. I thought someone, someone for sure picked up my fucking iPad, bro. Like who wouldn't just steal an iPad in an airport? Come on, 
Come on. Okay. So all of a sudden I run out. I just said, I try to like tell everyone, cause you know how nowadays when you see someone running, I don't know about you, but I well with anxiety, like, okay, what the fuck are they running from? Like, it's either the boogeyman, it's Freddy Krueger, or it's a mass shooting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there are, there is really only three choices in that situation. So as I'm running through, I, I immediately try to say like, sorry, I forgot my iPad. Sorry, I forgot my iPad. Sorry, I forgot my iPad. Cause I would never want someone to like I would never want to create like mass chaos, right? So like I try to make it very clear, like, sorry, I forgot my iPad. Like, don't don't think that this is something like important, but it is for me. So anyways, I get back there. Woo, there's my iPad. Like, we're totally fine. So it was awesome, though. Like the Dear Media event was amazing. I have a full recap coming on my YouTube this Wednesday. So it was just so fabulous. It was so inspiring. I got so many good nuggets out of it, which I'm like super excited to share with you guys today. And we're going to like talk about, um, a lot of like takeaways that I just had. And I think something that could like help a lot of you guys as well, um, in wherever you are right now in like your personal journey. So I'm excited to kind of like hopefully inspire you and motivate you guys, um, at the end of this episode, but it was an amazing trip. Austin, Texas. Like, I mean, I was there for ACL fest last year. ACL fest was a fucking blast. Can't say Austin was like, the most amazing city in my opinion. Like it was cool, but here's the thing. I think in order to enjoy cities like that, you just, you have to be like into nightlife. You have to be maybe like drinking or even just wanting to go out to a bar and like stay out late or like maybe do drugs, like whatever. And that is just like, so not me. Like I am like, I unintentionally live a more sober life. Like not on purpose. I just genuinely don't drink often unless it's a schooner from Silver Beach Pizza because those go down like fucking water. But regardless, I just, I don't drink often. So like every time we were going to get in bed, I had like a little bit of FOMO because I was like, man, I would really love to maybe like go to a bar and dance. And I think I would have if we were like with our husbands or with a group, but with it just being Michaela and I, like I have kids to go home to, you know what I mean? Like I have a husband to go home to and with everything going on in, in the world and like what could go on. And it was like Cinco de Mayo. Like, I don't know. People just use rationale of like big events to, to cause mass chaos. And it just honestly freaked me out. We even went to like a shopping mall outdoors and I was kind of even a little sketched. And this was right after we found out about the Allen Texas shootings. That was about three and a half hours from where we were in Austin. But it's still like the idea that there was an outdoor mass shooting that weekend in Texas, you know, and it was just like a weird ambiance of like bad energy. And it's, you know, it's sad and I never, ever want to live my life in fear. But at this point and like with the weekend itself and just like the vibes that I was getting, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with my gut on this one and just enjoy the daytime. And enjoy like some extra rest at night. And also I I genuinely just like to not drink. Like I genuinely just, if I'll go, I'll go dancing, you know, whatever, but I don't really like just like to go get blackout anymore. You know, I don't like to like just have alcohol. So if you're like in that same boat, just know, you know, you're not alone. It's not weird. You don't need alcohol to have fun. You can also have fun with alcohol. Like there's absolutely no shame in whatever you choose to do. But if you're someone who goes out or maybe you see your friends going out and you're like, you know, it just like literally doesn't sound fun to me. It's okay. You're not boring. Um, it's just, you know, different situations too can like bring out different things. Like I said, if we were with like our husbands or a group of girls, I bet you we would have gone and been like, you know, more in a pack, but going out just like both of us by ourselves. I don't know. I felt like also responsible for my sister. And even when I left her to work out, I left her 
at a Starbucks, which was right underneath the gym that I was at, even then I felt bad. Like, I think it's an older sister role too, where I just like constantly felt like I needed to watch over her. And that's my, that's a me thing. Okay. But like, I just, we had fun and we felt really safe and that's all I can say. (laughs) Um, so anyways, okay. Last few things that I wanted to mention were number one, the brunch with Desby rebrand. Thank you guys for all the love. I am so fucking proud of it. We have sweatsuits coming. We have makeup bags coming. Um, and I'm just really stoked for like this new era of brunch. I think it's going to like really level up. And again, I'm going to talk to you guys here in a little bit about what I see for this podcast and how I'm kind of approaching it now, which I think is going to be so helpful for you guys in your like professional careers. Um, or whatever you're doing right now. But the last thing I really wanted to leave you with before we get into our watches in our skincare corner is when I was driving on the highway, I kind of noticed that like, you know how like you come across the tolls and you you kind of have to choose like, okay, what, which toll line is shorter? I noticed I really try to like pay close attention to like car lengths. So I'm like, okay, that one has like five trucks in it. This one has 10 cars. So technically I think the trucks that's less space. So the line might appear longer, but it's actually going to go shorter. Blah, blah, blah. Do you guys do that too? Like, is that weird math that I'm doing in my head? I cannot be alone, but like if there's someone with like three semi trucks, maybe not three, but if there's a few with a semi truck in it, I'm gonna go in that lane before I deal with all these fucking dumbasses in their cars. You know what I mean? So anyways, that was my last thought. I was like, you know what? I got to ask people about that. Like, am I the weird one? I don't think so. Okay. Watches of the week. Absolutely fucking nothing except for Firefly Lane. This past week was for me filled with like a lot of back-to-back travel because I went to Detroit two weekends ago. Then I went to Austin and I was finally back and then it was like Archie's birthday. So I didn't really get to watch a lot of TV besides as always. And I plug this, I swear to God, like every other to every video is my Cody Co. Okay. I will not go without watching my Cody Co. And he, he had his marathon last weekend as he ran his Ironman. I'm like literally so fucking proud of him. And here's the thing, like, I don't even love him because I'm like, oh, I would like, he's so sexy, whatever. Like I literally just, I love Cody Ko. Like he's like, he'd be like my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm just, I love him so much. So anyways, I did catch up on some of his videos. He did this one where it was fucking weird. It was like girls rating guys in, um, with their Riz level. Now, Riz is like this new word for game. I sound so fucking old, like explaining that. Like, so when you're like, oh yeah, he has so much Riz. Like, ooh, Riz, Rizzy. I don't know. It just sounds way too close to jizz in my opinion. So like, I would never fucking use it. Like Gen Z is fucking rizzing all over the place. You know, like they love this word. I'm like, okay, whatever, shut up. So anyways, they were like rating these guys on scale of like Riz. It's so embarrassing saying that. So, but my my thought was, okay, like if you're gonna say someone has Riz, would you argue that the people that we would deem as society as like uglier, right? Do you think the ugly dudes have more Riz than the handsome dudes? Because I feel like if you're an ugly dude, you got to somehow have more game than someone who's kind of just hot. Cause like, if you're just like hot or attractive, good looking, handsome, you don't have to have as much game, right? Because like, as women, we're just kind of like, Hey, like over here, you know, like I'm ready (laughs) when like, you're kind of uglier with all due respect, you got to like work a little bit harder. Cause you kind of got to prove like, Hey, like I'm over here. I'm the nice guy, you know? So again, let me know what your Rizometer says, but in my opinion, the, the uglier you are, you need to have more game. 
sorry, that that's super harsh, but like, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. All right. <laughs> so, um, other than that though, like I said, Firefly Lane, I was watching, I only got to like episode seven and, um, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but okay. Here's the thing. If, if you haven't watched it, just like for, fast forward a little bit. Cause I want to talk a little bit about this season one. Mm-mm-mm. I'll give you guys the opportunity for me to take one drink and then we're going to be, we're going to be talking. Okay. Mm. That's good. Okay. So I'm, I'm very much still confused if I like the show or not, because I feel like Tully takes a lot of the stage, but it's only because I feel like she is going to have a huge life change. So I'm kind of waiting on it. And right now she's like pregnant and they haven't told his family yet. They haven't told anyone. And then they kind of like confess their love for one another. And that's where I like fell asleep. So I kind of have a feeling that something bad's going to happen. I just like can't quite put my finger on it yet. Like I think she's going to trigger warning, lose the baby. But like, I feel like it's going to snowball after that. Like maybe there's more health effects that are going to happen. I don't know. Anyways, I don't want, I don't want to talk about negative things right now. So it wasn't, wasn't much of like a spoiler or a chat, but like, that's just how it was feeling off, off the fly. So Firefly Lane on Netflix, go watch. Okay. Skincare corner. First and foremost, the new Tula moisture lip mask is up. Finally, I told you guys about this last week and they just launched it on the ninth. Thank God. Krista Horton, you know, bitch, I don't know who you are. I, I've never really watched your shit, but I've supported you in every single launch you've done with Tula. This is now your second collaboration. I just want to say I stand. Okay. I don't have to watch your shit to know that you're a good woman because if whatever you put in this, whatever you decided to put in this is pure gold. All right. Overnight lip moisturizer mask. So this is technically made for like, you know, Hey, put it on before bed. Eh. However, dude, this shit is so good. I'm putting it on all day, every day. Like you guys can't see how glossy this makes your lips. I'm putting it on right now. It is insane. And it's coconut and it doesn't leave you with like that sticky, like, you know, like it's, it's borderline lip oil, you know, like it's, it is so nice. So anyways, um, that is on your list to get. Okay. And as always, you get 15% off with code Desby, which is just, it's always such a win. You know, it's such a W because, 15% off of skincare in like quality skincare. That's like a solid deal. So that is it. And then the second thing I was going to say, I don't have it on me. I didn't want to bring a bunch of shit downstairs. I cannot stand recording in the basement because I always, I got to bring like a fucking laundry basket of merch down here. It's nuts. But this new Tarte stick. So I have it on my face right now. And like my makeup ever since Michaela got it, I was like, damn, I need to go order those. So I got it. It's this like skin treat stick. Okay. So it's like this foundation in a stick, but it's like not heavy. It's very lightweight. There's no SPF in it or anything. So I just do like my normal SPF underneath for like my skincare, but the way it goes on your face, I use the skin treat brush as well. So I usually am a beauty blender gal with my foundation, but not with this, this stuff I actually put in with the brush and then I'll do like my concealer and stuff with my, um, blender blender bottle the fuck? Why was I going to say blender bottle, beauty blender with my Ninja creamy blender. So I've, I've been loving this product. It's so lightweight and it's been my go-to gym look. So I like put on my little mini like foundation, put on my new Tarte radiant skin, um, shape tape, skin concealer. 
So it's radiant shape tape. It's a little bit different formulation. And, and then I put on like a little bit of my dibs statistic and whatever, but it's just like a way quicker way to do foundation and it's not so heavy. And I really, really, really love the way it lays on my skin. I got the color light medium. Michaela had the color medium and that still worked for me, but I've learned that it's best to error on a lighter skin tone or like a lighter foundation because you can always darken it right like if you needed like a little bit of bronze you're like oh fuck it didn't skin match or whatever put on some bronze or like whatever put in a bronzing drop but like if you ever get a foundation that's too dark or whatever you can't make that lighter well you could blend it with like a lighter foundation but you know what I mean my point is you're always gonna get more tan you can't always necessarily lose your tan as fast hmm smart thinking on my part so those are my kind of like skincare recs for the week a nice new facial foundation and then boom with a little bit of fucking moisture lip mask on top. Absolutely love it. Um, I'm, I'm still using my You Beauty at night too. Like I'm still just such a huge fucking fan of those two products. The resurfacing compound as well as the super hydrator. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Very good. You can use Desby for 20% off too. Last thing I'll say, um, Tuesday, we actually have the brand new Paragon Essentials launch. I'm actually still, I think I'm still wearing my bra. Yeah, I'm still wearing the space dye purple bra, all new Reluna naked fabric. Um, and we have the new space dye look to it. So it's not, it kind of like appears a little like heathered, um, but it's not, you know, it's, it's really, really nice. We also have the story Mother's Day sale going on. Make sure you shop my link story.com slash Desby. Spend over $50 and get a free pair of leggings. Major slay. There's also new high, high waisted um, perseverance type, which is mwah, amazing as well. New Petula is coming as well. We have some new lounge pieces, some new hi- him and her. Really cute. As always, a very like muted color palette. Very good for people who don't like to be loud, like Saturday's Buff Bunny collection launch. That was a loud launch and I fucking loved every minute of it. Um, and I just laughed because I've gotten a lot of DMs this past week specifically, which is really weird. Came out of nowhere, like left field, but I've gotten like maybe 10 to 15 messages alone. I don't know how you verbatim or like not verbatim, but like a kind of speaking out of turn here, but they somehow said, like, I don't know how you keep all of the names of items um, so clear. I would I would get so lost, like I would forget. And I, I really did sit and I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? It's pretty goddamn impressive, Des. You know, you can look at anything. I can look at anyone's selfie. You can tag me in your selfie. Like, did Des Buse work out? And I'm like, um, Petula Yvette legging, Jessica sports bra. We got like a story headband. We have a Buff Bunny collection game changer bag. Like, I, like my mind, I, like I know what you're fucking wearing. Cause, like I wear it too, but I also like, I love, I love every company that I work with. So for me to wear every product, it's cause I love it. Therefore I know every product, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I, I really am like this encyclopedia of athletic wear and it's pretty fucking awesome. And I'm, you know what I, I don't remember jack shit from high school, but I know every single legging on the planet, on my planet. <laughs> and I'm proud of that. So I did think I was funny. And you know what? Thank you for acknowledging my hard work. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people 
think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. You can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try. See why over 2 million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. So um, let's talk a little bit about like this trip. I have a few things written down. By the way, I've been using my iPad. I hate that you guys might see I'm like looking down, but hopefully I'll be able to, when this mural is done, be able to back the camera up a little bit so you guys can see a little bit more. Um, but yeah, this wall is like halfway done. So I have to like really zoom in with the wallpaper. Um, okay. So I have my iPad. I, I wrote down a few things and here's a few things that it is just, just so you know, not signing checks. Don't care. Don't post for the critics. You're never too old. We're all so young and it's okay to work. So I want to start first with the, it's okay to work because this was something that I think a lot of other people needed to hear. There was a business panel and during this business panel, there was like five really great podcast hosts as well as business owners who were kind of sharing their insight on, um, you know, owning a business and being an entrepreneur and, um, the difficulties that come within it. And the really cool thing, um, that someone said was they mentioned how being an entrepreneur, um, being a boss babe is so hyped right now, right? Like you see it everywhere. It's like how I quit my nine to five, how I, whatever, you know, whatever. And this person on the panel, her name's Pia. She also has a really great podcast. She mentioned basically, um, and you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but she mentioned how, you know, the idea is that a lot of entrepreneurs also, nonetheless, people who, have, who don't want to be entrepreneur. Like they just are kind of like, I like working for someone else. You're allowed to be that person. Right. And a lot of people that then went entrepreneur also worked under amazing bosses. And so what her point was, was it's okay to work. Like it's okay. And you should, we need working people. We need people in corporate America. We need people learning from the great bosses to then one day start their own business or whatever it may be. But I think right now, if you're listening to this, and maybe you've like been looking at someone, you're like, oh man, I wish I could work at home too. I wish whatever. Or maybe you don't. And like, you're like, is that weird of me? Is it weird that I don't want to be an entrepreneur? And it's not, it's not. Entrepreneurism is not for everyone and not everyone will always succeed at it either. And so it's important to know that number one, you're not a failure. If you tried and it just didn't work out, you're not a failure. Number two, being an entrepreneur, maybe you have your own small little business. Doesn't mean it has to be your full-time business. Like you're still a great entrepreneur making some making some side money. Um, and then the second or the third thing is that, if you simply just don't want to be an entrepreneur, like 
it's okay. It's okay to not have the want to work for just yourself. You know, it's okay to feel like you want a more guided position. Um, a lot of people prefer that. You know, I know a lot of people who are like, I don't want my own business. I just kind of want the structure written out for me. And I want to be able to create my role in a job. And so someone else used this word. Um, her name's Sif. She has a really great podcast too. It's called the Dream Bigger Podcast. She talked about how whenever she hires, she hires people that are, she called them intrapreneurs. So what this means is that they take whatever role that they're thrown into and they really create that job of themselves. Um, they really forge their own kind of pathway of what that job is going to look like for them, which I think is super cool. And whenever I'm hiring, that's also what I look for too. I am not looking for people who want to own their own business. If that is ever your goal to own your own business, 90% of entrepreneurs will never hire you. Our goal is to not hire people who want to then own their own business down the road because we need people that are going to believe in the mission that we have and create a bigger business, therefore creating more income, they're more increasing your salary, et cetera, altogether, right? I'm kind of talking more of like a corporate job in that, in that place. Um, but it's very important to, to know that if you're looking to work for someone like myself or like that's kind of like the goal, right? You're like looking for an influencer to work under or in their business or whatever it may be. You have to know that they're probably not looking for someone who in two years is going to pack up, turn around and create a replication of the exact business that they were just working for under someone else. You know what I mean? So just keep that in mind. I thought that was a really good nugget to share with any of you guys out there if you're struggling or if, again, maybe you're like, why am I not an entrepreneur? It's like, you don't have to be. Don't think that you need to be. Um, and it's not for everyone. With that being said, it's not for everyone. You're not for everyone. And that was another thing I wanted to touch on was someone uh, was talking about kind of the trolls or people that hate or maybe family members that don't support you or you're trying to do something, but you're embarrassed. And the one thing um, someone said, I'm blanking on her name right now. She's a great podcast host, great entrepreneur. But she mentioned basically, if they don't sign your checks, their feedback does not fucking matter. And I think that also goes in an entrepreneur way if they are not giving you money, if they're not, and I, oh, that sounded really gross, but I meant like if they're not a customer, right? So for example, I have my challengers right now, right? If my challenger came to me and they're like, hey, Des, could we do this next challenge? I would love this. You know, here's some feedback. Thank you so much. I love that. I love your feedback. However, if someone from across the pond comes in my DMs, they're like, you should have this for your challenge. And they've never, ever been a challenger. They've never put money into DBFT. Like they've never been a part of DBFT. Why am I going to allow them to dictate a situation? Right? So it goes the same way if you relate this to your family, right? If, if someone is judging what you're doing, they're like, why are you making that why are you making that cringy TikTok? Maybe you're trying to like get an ad or something right on TikTok. Why, why are you going to listen to them make fun of you for making something when they're not the ones that are paying you? They're not the reason that you're making money or whatever it may be. Now, again, I'm relating this a little bit more to like a social media way, but I think that's where a lot of us feel inspired right now is to like create content and get like free stuff and maybe do like a partnership because there are so many opportunities out there. And as much as it looks saturated, there's still a place for everyone. Um, but it is it is cringe and it is embarrassing. And, you know, some people they, some people try and they'll never break out of the idea. It's just not in their personality. And like, it's OK. Like, again, some just because a lot of us overshare on the internet like myself and have 
literally no moral corral of like, you know, what, what we share and what we don't doesn't mean you have to. So if that's something that's truly not in your comfort zone, I hope that you remember to like not posting on social media, not putting yourself out there, not oversharing it also does not make you weird. Okay. Like you, if that is not your personal comfort level, that's also okay. But if anyone is judging you right now in general, like for what you're doing or what you're chasing or what your goals are, dreams are, if they're not the ones writing your checks, their opinions don't fucking matter. Um, and I, th- I thought that that was such a good one again, because it was like, you know, we let these people, we let these things affect us every so often of maybe something someone said or, um, whatever it may be. And it's like, their opinion doesn't matter. And, um, going off of that, there was another thing that, um, the two, the panel was talking about, this was a comedy panel and they started talking about trolls. And so they asked each other, like, have you ever trolled someone like whatever? And all of them were like, no, like that's so stupid, you know, whatever. And then they got into a little comic, um, bit, which it was really funny. Basically one of them said that she was trolling this like really weird dude. But anyways, my point being most of them were like, no. And one of them said, the one thing about trolling is have you ever found someone that you thought was better than you trolling? So for example, Kylie Jenner, would we ever see Kylie Jenner trolling someone publicly? No. Um, would you ever see me trolling someone? No. So why would you ever listen to someone trolling you when you know that they're not as cool as me. You know what I mean? Like I say that as a joke, but it's like the people who take that time, take that time to step away from their, their personal life and put their head down in their phone just so they can make sure that you know how you feel about how they feel about whatever you're doing. That's fucking psychotic. That is huge fan energy. And they hate hearing that that is such a stab to their ego when you hear like, you know, oh yeah, you must really love me when they're like, no, I fucking hate you so fucking much. You dumb bitch cunt face. And I'm like, but you're, but you're keeping up with me. Like that is a form of hate. Like it might be self hatred then, you know what I mean? Like, because that you're, you're loving hating me, but you, you know, you want to hate to love me. It's so weird. Um, and so it was just, again, a good reminder of like, if there's anyone out there talking shit, you got a friend who's talking behind your back. You have a coworker who's talking behind your back. Never take the critiques from someone who you don't admire yourself. You know what I mean? Like, why would I take user five, two, seven, one, nine, two's advice and feedback when they don't even have the confidence themselves to put a fucking real name and picture behind their name. You know, like say it with your chest, drop your LinkedIn, babe. If you have a problem, I swear to God, I will listen to you and I will take whatever fucking feedback you have for me. If you drop your LinkedIn, if you drop your mother's phone number and her email, I will gladly look into what you think about my hair, my body, the way I parent, the way that I talk, the way that I look, the way that I walk, the way that I work out. I I will gladly, literally, if you tell me, Des, you're, you look like a dumb fucking bitch with brown hair. You need to go back blonde, but you say it with your chest and you drop that LinkedIn. I'll go dye my hair blonde. Like I will genuinely listen to your feedback. But if you are doing that behind user 9221278956, I'm not listening to jack shit that you have to say. Um, and I think that's something that used to really bother me back in the day whenever people would make, um, hate posts about me, I'd be like, man, like 
the way your character can be attacked, the way that people assume things about you. And in the, at the end of the day, like most of you guys will never truly know me, which honestly is a fucking shame. Like if I was a presence in your life, I really think I could make your day in your life so much fucking better if we were in real life. Like for real, I would, I would truly say that I love making a difference in people's lives. But if you would never give me the time of day and just like shoot negativity, I used to let that bother me so much because it would feel like my character was so attacked. And I'm like, how, like, how do people even think that I'm that or whatever? And I used to let it just like drag me down. And now, man, I would, I would scrape the bottom of the barrel for a hate post because I've realized that all, all publicity is good publicity. So if anyone wants to throw around a little bit of haterade for me and just talk a little bit of shit, just to get a conversation flowing, feel free. Because at this point I I will take any publicity possible, you know, just shine a little light on me, shine a little light on me and just, you know, cause with every person who might talk shit is someone that would come across whatever said thing was. And they're like, yeah, no, you're actually completely wrong. I like this girl now. So yeah, feel free. Send them my way. I'm, I'm going to win everyone over. So, um, all the haters can turn to lovers, <laughs> but, um, in all serious, you know, it, it was just like a big reality for me of just the reminder of, you know, you're always enough for the right people. And, and I think that's what I've continued to, to really think about on, my podcast too. And what I've taken away is that like, you know, I've been in the, in this rush, not rush, but you know, I really want to get picked up. I really want to get picked up by, you know, dear media or a a production company, right? A a studio. I want to be hosted under someone. And, um, I want this for a variety of reasons. Number one, I think that it provides a lot of like status, you know, people will trust your podcast if they're held under a certain umbrella, right? Kind of like a, if you know, if you're under like a certain, I don't know if you're, if you're on E news channel or E channel that you're going to assume it's a good reality TV. You know, I don't know. I'm just making an example, but I, I want to be like under a great company, right? Number one, number two, I think it could level me up. I think it could allow me to reach more people, you know, whatever. But what I've also realized and what I'm getting to full circle is this idea that I'm already enough for the people that see me every day. I'm already enough for you guys. You guys are enough for me. Like we have fun here. This is fun. We've been having fun for three fucking years, you know, like it's amazing. And I think that it's, I've been in such a rush to get picked up when in reality, I'm like, if that situation was given to me right now, if dear media turn around and like, Hey Des, like we're ready for you. What do you have? I would, I'd be like, um, Oh, I, I finally am on YouTube. You know, I don't have my backdrop done. I don't have my sincerely sign hung up. I don't have my merch released. I don't, you know, there's so many steps that I want to have to be like, fuck yeah, I'm ready for this. You know, like I, I don't think I'm ready for right now. You know, I, I'm still learning. I'm still reformatting my show. I'm still figuring out, okay, what do the, what do the people like? Do I bring on more guests? Do I do more segment type episodes, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like in this era of reformatting and just kind of being like, what are these bitches like, you know? So like, talk to me, fucking talk to me, say something, comment something right now, comment it right now and say, you know what does, I really would love to see this or whatever it may be. I can only do so much and I can't read your mind. And so if, if you, if you guys can ever give me that type of feedback, like I'm so 100% down, I'm willing to, you know, I'm willing to get canceled for you is what I'm saying. Throw some ratchet shit out there. Just kidding. Definitely won't be doing that. Um, and, and I think another reminder too, is like, we're, we're all so young. We have so much time and to rush away these big moments, you know, they only happen once, right? And to rush them away, we're skipping 
these really great times of being like um, in this in this era of our life. And we're kind of like wishing it by. And I realized by me wishing away brunch with Desby, not being like hosted by anyone. Right. I'm wishing away like this intimate time that we would never have again. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you as I'm speaking this. When this podcast blows up, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's taking me to another level I've never been before. And I don't know if we would ever get this intimacy back. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how people try to say like when, um, when, uh, I'm trying to think like Alex Earl, like when she blew up or whatever, people were like making these funny TikToks about gatekeeping her. Cause they're like point of view, like you discovered Alex Earl when she had less than 10 K or like whatever. And it's like, they, they miss that intimacy, right? Cause at, at some point, um, when someone, a creator becomes so large, you lose a sense of that creator. Right. And, and it's sad, but it's so fucking true. And so at the end of the day, I'm also so grateful for where I'm at right now with you guys and being able to genuinely just like embrace our, our intimacy and the opportunity. I, why do I keep using that word? I don't know, but we get to, I get to embrace this one-on-one time with you guys that other, other times I would never have, you know, when this podcast blows up. And again, I'm speaking that cause you know what, My, this shit's going to blow up. It still is. We're still so new. Like all these podcasts are like, yeah, when I started podcasting five years ago, seven years ago, 10 years ago, like whatever pod podcasting blogging, I'm like, holy fuck. I wish I would have started this earlier. Like for real, I, I, if I could have been podcasting since college. Now that would have been crazy. But also I think I'm like, man, there would have been a lot of shit. I probably would have really regretted saying, you know, so I'm like, I'm glad I was a little bit aged. (laughs) So anyways, we're all so young and we have so much time. And I think oftentimes we do, we rush, you know, we're like, oh man, when I, when I have the house, um, when I get the backyard, when I get my own, I almost said, get my own dog again. I don't know why. When I get my new car. When I move to this city, when I move to this home, when I move to this area, when I do this, when I quit that job, when I get that job, and we're constantly living on this grass is greener on that side, not mine. We lose sight of this, the actual idea that the grass is always greener on the other side. You know, I couldn't wait to move back to Michigan. And there are oftentimes a lot of days where I miss living in Ohio for, for different reasons. Right. And then that feeling passes. But the point is, is I remember leaving Ohio being like, Oh, once I'm out of Ohio, fuck that shit. I'm never looking back. Guess what, bitch? I'm looking back. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so important to sit in and be where your feet are right now. And and it's so like cliche and so fucking dumb, but it's something you genuinely have to wake up and choose. You choose every single day whether or not you want to be exactly where you are right now and be present. You wake up and you make that decision. It is your decision to bypass that. It is your decision to put yourself in a good mood or a bad mood. I know life can happen to plenty of us, but when you wake up and have the intention to have a great fucking day, a great life and be grateful for where you're at right now, now you will live a better motherfucking life. I'm so serious. It is all about how you are waking up and making decisions to do so. I'm sorry. Are we believing in God anymore? Because it's not God that is going to choose you to be able to wake up in a good mood. That is up to you. That's up to your own energy, your own mind, your own circumstances, everything above and beyond. You can wake up, you can do your devotionals, you can do your scripture, whatever. Like, I don't care. But at the end of the day, it's still your decision, prayers, manifesting, whatever. It's not even going to heal the idea that you're going to wake up and be in a good mood. You still decide to do that. And I am vowing to myself, like moving forward and continuing to move forward and what I've been doing, I'm choosing 
me. Every single day I'm choosing me because when you become your own biggest fan, that's when other people become fan of you as well because they're not gonna believe in someone, they're not gonna love someone that doesn't love themselves, that doesn't believe in themselves. Everyone always laughs at how much I hype my own self up. I will go on every fucking account that I have and comment on whatever post I just created and literally just hype the actual shit out of myself. Slay girl, slay, you look great. Oh my God, drop dead gorgeous or whatever. Or maybe I'll roast myself, whatever it may be, but I'm always there for myself. And you know what? By me being there for myself, other people are there for me too because they know the dedication is real. Listen, if I treat me like that, I treat you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the self-love, the way people love themselves, in my opinion, shows a lot about how they will love others and how they will continue to put others first. To have self-love, to care for yourself, to use to use these things and to push forward and want better things for yourself, that does not make you self-absorbed or narcissistic. That makes you better for you where you can then be better for other people. I have not met one person in my life who's a negative Nancy that has the best self-care for themselves, okay? But you know what I have met are people that are workaholics or don't give a fuck about their mental health or don't care about themselves. And guess who they are? They are shitty. They are shitty people to themselves and they are shitty people to the people around them, okay? So just like a little like way to wrap this whole episode up, just a reminder, like stopping a dick, stopping a dick to yourself. I'm not even talking about to other people, but the way that you treat yourself in the way, the way that you treat yourself is a true reflection of how you will end up treating other people. You have to take care of yourself. You cannot be the best you, the best wife, the best mom, the best friend, the best man, the best, what is it? The best, the bridesmaid. Oh, the maid of honor. Sorry. I was trying to use the word best, but you cannot be the best of anything unless you are the best, like you are good with yourself and you are good within. And that's what this whole like kind of past weekend taught me and kind of just reminded me and reignited my flame is this idea that like, I got to put me first. I got to put me first. And by putting yourself first, simultaneously, other people shoot to the top too. You know what I mean? Um, Because you're able to treat them better because you're in a good mood and you're taking care of yourself and you're feeling good about yourself. Um, now that doesn't mean if I skip my skincare one day and I can't get my, you know, facial in, I have to treat everyone like fucking shit. That's, that's not the goal here. But the idea is that, you know, take care of yourself, take the time, take the time to, to harvest whatever you need to do and know that it takes time for a seed to not only be planted, but then to start growing. Right. And maybe you're in your planting stage, maybe you're in your growing stage, maybe you're blossoming. Um, maybe you're being replanted, you know, there's different cycles and it's just so important to just validate that and, and know that there's going to be ups and downs. It's going to be an ebb and flow. And, you know, one point, like for me right now, you know, I kind of feel like I'm treading upwards. Maybe I'll stall. Maybe I'll go, you know, like this, it's all natural. Just honor that season that you're in and keep moving forward. So, um, this kind of took like a weird self-help turn here at the end, but I hope you're still able to take away some tips that I took away from Dear Media in real life. I'm so excited for another event. I hope that, that they have another one. That's when you know I'm done recording is when I start stumbling on my words. Um, but I hope that they have another one and hopefully in Chicago, that would be really fun. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for all the fun that is still to be had with Brunch with Desby. Um, and stay tuned for some meetups, hopefully this week, um, this week. Oh my God, guys. I'm literally within the past five minutes. I'm like, I'm, I'm tuning out. Hopefully this summer I'll be able to have some meetups, um, in like the Chicago area, maybe in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So stay tuned for that. Um, I feel like I kind of like started slouching down in my chair. So 
sorry if I'm like out of frame a little bit, but that's just what we're going to have to do with um, this episode. We're just going to have to see the evolution of me time lapsing down into this chair and getting relaxed. So I hope you guys have a great day. Happy Mother's Day again. Um, if your husband, spouse, friend, village, whoever has not done something yet for you, go fucking punch him in the face. Say, I am a mother. I am mother. Do something for me. Rub my feet. Get me flowers. Give me chocolate. Whatever it may be. And I will see you guys next Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.